Here's today's God Heals Hurting Marriages with Charlene Steinkamp. Hi, I'm Charlene. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20 says, Do you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. This is going to be a great podcast because it's going to be about sexual immorality. We're going to talk about a subject that many people don't like to talk about, but we at Rejoice Ministries, we want to talk about it because we want to help you as you grow in your stand praying for your marriage restoration. I pray that churches would start preaching against sexual immorality. Advertising and television demonstrates that the world is sliding into hell through the bedroom, and we Christians are laughing at it and ignoring what we're observing. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3-5 to says, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of us should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God, and that in this matter no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. During your spiritual journey, you need to be especially aware of the schemes of Satan to bring your stand for your restored marriage down through sexual immorality. You need to use caution and know what you would do if there was a temptation at work or at church or many other places. Bob and I did not want to sound like experts, but we have heard over and over again, it's all right because he or she is only a friend. Others will tell us, I can handle it. Or, it's not really a date because we are both standers. Let me take you to Matthew chapter 5, verses 27 and 28. You have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Yes, I am just reading the Bible about sexual immorality. And there is a lot to be read and understood of what the Lord wants us to understand about it. If only Bob had known all of this before he fell into adultery we would be doing less than what God has called us to do if we failed to caution you about the perils of sexual temptation that awaits many standards if you are not careful. Most of you never thought there would be unfaithfulness in your marriage. I know. I felt the same way when Bob and I were married. Romans 6, 12 says, Therefore, Do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Every married person needs to know the consequences of playing with dynamite. 
you will get burned. The first or second casual thought may seem harmless. The more the enemy has you thinking lustful thoughts, the more you and your loved ones will be harmed. Our spouses have been tempted, but beware because you can also be tempted. In 2 Timothy 2.22, it says, Flee the evil desires of your youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Oh, I love that scripture. And you can even read 2 Timothy 2, 22 to 26. It is powerful. And it's one of the scriptures the Lord gave me early in my stand. The Lord wants you and I to live and strive for a pure heart. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 13 and 15, it says, The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never! May you always remember your marriage vows. Look at your wedding pictures. Stand in the gap, waiting for the Lord to speak to your spouse that they may come to their senses and escape from the enemy's camp. 1 Corinthians 7, 2 says, But since there's so much immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. God has written the Bible. He knows what is good and what is right for us in our marriage and for our family members, and he knows what is wrong and where we can go down a detour road that leads to death. We need to read the Bible. We need to know it, and we need to teach our children what it says. You are standing in the gap for your husband or wife or maybe a child that is open the door to sin, and we want them to close the door and flee from the enemy. May you and I always keep away from evil temptations. Recognize that the enemy will always try to tempt you during your stand. The enemy may tell you, get on with your life, or the lie, there's someone else better for you. As you take this spiritual journey toward a restored home by standing with God for your marriage, you need to surrender your life to the Lord. You may have to do that every day. That is the only way to resist sexual temptations when you are most vulnerable due to rejection by your beloved spouse. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 13 to 16 reads, Therefore, Prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. I'm going to read a few paragraphs to share about Bob's opinion about this. And it's one of his observations. We all know people who have given up their stand after they met someone they claim God had brought into their lives. 
There is one sure test of the new relationship being of God. Does it involve sexual impurity? If so, it is not of God. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 3 and 5 says, But among you there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because they are improper for God's holy people. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such as a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ. We need to have a special burden for former standards who have fallen into this temptation. God does give his children second or third chances. So repent and start standing again. May I suggest you read Psalm 51, which is the most perfect prayer and scriptures that you can pray where David had committed adultery and murder. And Nathan had gone to him and said, you have been hiding from God and you think he doesn't see it. But he knows everything you're doing. And God knows everything you're doing. So only by God's grace, mercy, and self-control, we do not have to fall into temptations or into sinful lifestyle. What you want to strive for is holiness living. When you repent, you may not just repent one time, but you may continue to read Psalm 51 to keep making sure that you are striving to have a pure heart and to live a Christ-like life. There's so many scriptures that we know of that we know that we have to flee from the enemy. And the enemy is trying to tempt us each and every day with different temptations. And he will not stop until we get to heaven. So do not think this is a one-time test. You will be tested again and again and again. But God is greater, and he has given these scriptures to us. And if you join our Hiding God's Word in our heart on Sundays, you will learn to memorize scriptures, that they will come back into your mind when you're being tempted, and the Holy Spirit will speak to you a scripture. I've had so many people tell me about it. And it's so exciting because the Lord's Word is in our hearts and our minds, and he brings it forth at the most perfect time when we need protection from a temptation that's going to take us and ruin our life and our marriage restoration. Yes, you can repent and start over, and you went on a detour road, and you get off of that detour road onto the road of marriage restoration. Nothing, nothing is too hard for you to do. There's going to be many types of temptations. Temptations at work from a man or a woman that flirts with you over and over. There's going to be temptations at church because we have falls in our churches. There's going to be temptations to go on a date or just go out with another male standard that wants just to talk to you and, and become your prayer partner. Let me tell you, I strongly suggest you never have prayer partners of opposite sex unless it is a husband and a wife and you're praying with them. Do not fall into the trap of having men and women praying together. When you do that, 
all of a sudden you see how holy and how righteous and how perfect this man or woman is. And all of a sudden your thoughts of standing and praying for your wife or husband flies out the window by Satan tempting you to pray together. You cannot do it by yourselves. It is from the enemy doing it. So I'm going to be very strong in that because we've seen the results of it when you do it. So please be obedient to the Lord's will and way. James 4 says it perfectly. Verse 7, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. James chapter 5 says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. And we want our marriages healed. And the prayers of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Where are you today? Are you battling standing? Take captive all your thoughts and make them obedient to Jesus Christ. In 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 to 5, the Lord is on your side. Put on the armor of God to take the stand spiritually with the weapons that you have to use. And the Lord will bless you abundantly and mightily. There is victory over temptation. Let the Lord use you mightily. Have a blessed day. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.